And like uh, <laughs> like Clarice from Steel Soul Magnolias once said, the only thing that separates us from the animals is our ability to accessorize. So there you go. Oh, mm. I was I always thought you were going to quote quote Clarice from the Silence of the Lambs, and I was wondering <laughs> I was like, where this where is Clarice, 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 Clarice. Okay, where okay. are we going with this? <laughs> it's like, what did I sign up for? All right, so <laughs> you are. You brought your lotion, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present. Our spectacular show, a podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Well, hey, Jen. Well, hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Oh. I am David Dollar, and this is my amazing pixie dust filled host, Jen, upon a star, Jen, as we hey, call hey, her. Hey. And this is episode number 22 of the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. We are, we are, um, we're trucking right along. We actually did some, some looking at the calendar for the next several months, kind of planning out our shows, which is something that, you know, I don't know how many yeah. podcasters do, but. I'm very proud of the fact we have great guests coming up. We have great topics coming up, great shows coming up. And we're hitting like, at the end of the year, we'll be at episode 33, I believe. It's crazy. Or 32 or something like that. And uh, we just, I feel like we just started this thing. And here we are. I know. We're, you know, we're in our 20s. Which is like, great. it's my new podcast. Oh, except we're young adults. <laughs> well, it what? is sort of a new podcast. Well, it's like, we're like radio stations that they all say, the new Hot 105 for like four years into right. it. It's like you're not new anymore. The new yeah. Hot 105 with all the new music. It's like, no, you've been around since 2007. You're not new anymore. <laughs> I've worked for radio stations and I've seen that happen in action. I've actually asked them, like, why do we keep calling ourselves the new 106.9? We've been that for five years. Well, it's just a slogan, a marketing, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we're not, yeah, like, we're not but new anymore. It's not true. Like, stop. I mean, just, it's, you know, you can be like, new for like a year. I mean, like, like you had a child who was in, you know, pre-K. You wouldn't be like, oh, this is my new kid. He's five. But still, it's, you know. It's marketing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jen, how did you Disney this week? Oh, Dave. So, this week, I Disneyed in a very fantastic way. Yes. I <laughs> I planned my VIP tour for my upcoming trip. Of course you did. <laughs> Wait, so they have all-star sports tours? Of like the behind the uh, scenes and the pools and the room. That's amazing. That's how you do right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what is a VIP tour? What does that mean? What, what does that mean? All right. VIP tour. You have a very important guide. podcaster. We get it. Very. Yes. Very yes. important podcaster. Yep. No, you, um, you have a guide who mm -hmm. will take you around the parks. It's basically front of line access. And I had the opportunity to do so figured why not going down so uh, i took advantage of mm -hmm. the fact that um that we had a, an op opportunity to do that so i got all that planned where we're getting picked up and like sort of plotting out the day so you can look forward to that my preferred tour guide was unavailable but mm -hmm. i'm really hoping he becomes available because right. 
he's my favorite. So you've done this Kirk, before. Shout out you, Kirk. You're awesome. You've, you've done this before, correct? I've done this twice before. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, this is one of the things I would always love to do. I've never been able to quite pull the trigger on it because we're too too crazy buying pins and uh, and churros. So we never we never want to spend the money on it. But it is if it's one of those things that if you have the money to spend on it, you have the mm-hmm. income to put down on it. It's a little pricey, but it's very worth it if you got it mm-hmm. because yeah, you know you get especially now where there's no fast passes. I mean, you just go into the front of the line and right. You know, which is a pretty big deal. So, very yeah. cool. So, when is your trip again? When when are you going down again? Uh, end of October. So end we're October. gonna we check in. Gosh, the night of the 29th. Mm-hmm. So our first full day is the 30th. Now, is it Pop Century or is it Little Mermaid Rooms over at Art of Animation? I can't remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, this time is Bay Lake Tower. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, at the gotcha. Contemporary. I mean, we uh, decided. Swarming at Bay Lake Tower. Cause at Bay Lake Tower. You know, let's just do something different than Grand Flow. I guess we'll just we'll lower ourselves down to Bay yeah. Lake, whatever. I mean, all-star sports wasn't available, so. <laughs> no, they're they're closed. I'm hoping they'll open at some point in 2020 because we need all-star sports. Well, if they, I, I think they'll finish the refurb because they've done the refurb of music and movies. Yeah. And the refurbs are nice. I know that you've never seen those and you're actually not even sure they exist. I've seen pictures. But the refurbs are nice. I mean, they have the hardwood floors and they've got the the, the Murphy beds that come down, there's plenty of room, the, the mm-hmm. new sinks and stuff. And so, I love Pop Century. I do. I'm staying there for the 50th. I know that you're at. Well, Pop Century is different to me than All Star Sports. Sort of. But, but they, I mean, they are the, renovating the same way. Yeah, I was going to say, once they fix All Star Sports and get it done, then, you know, and as you'll hear later on in this episode, I have no problem mm-hmm. with All Star Sports. And so, <laughs> which people know that anyway. I'm, it's not my preferred <laughs> place to stay, but if I got to stay there, I'm not going to be like crying in my soup because I have to stay there. Unlike you, you'd be like, I have to stay at All Star Sports. <laughs> you know, I have a hard be... time. I'm not gonna lie. I, ben, why and, are you sleeping that... on the sidewalk? It was my only other choice. <laughs> I that sounds awful, and I just I don't know. I think I just got spoiled. I just got yeah. spoiled. That, and that is, the, that, that is the thing is that once you do like when people do split stays, they ask me about where should we stay, what should we stay first, and I always tell them do your lower cost rooms first. Yes. Do your sports, your pop century first before mm-hmm. you go to Poly, before you go to Oki West or Grand Float. Cause it's just, it's hard. It's really it's hard. hard to go from a four seasons or a, like a, like a, you know, top floor Hyatt or Hilton or whatever down to a La Quinta. It's just difficult to do that because I'm you know, not you saying want... that I've never done it. I have. I and that's just... why I've done it. And like that, we went from Wilderness Lodge after five nights to, I want to say I'll start movies, which we like movies. Movies was great. Yeah. Just 10 years ago. But it was like my, I remember my wife waking up going, I miss Wilderness Lodge. That was, awesome. that was great. Yeah. <laughs> So this week, I Disneyed by adding more Funkos to my Funko collection, which is Woo! ever-growing. And it, it really shouldn't be growing because I have probably 10 now, which is kind of too many. Because unlike pins, which you can put on a board out of the way, Funkos are actually taking up space. No, they take up space. But they released this entire line of 65th anniversary for Disneyland, and they're yeah. incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. the, one, the two that I really want, there's a Mickey Mouse in the little band leader uniform with the castle, which is gorgeous. Yes. That and it's like cool. 40 bucks on Amazon. I'm really crossing my fingers. I'm thinking I'm going to do it. I'm not really sure. It's Prime it's Day. Prime Day. It is Prime Day. Prime um, day. But the other thing is that there's a Walt Disney Funko with the castle. Yes. And I don't even know if it's been released or if it's sold out. I can't find it. I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, and I will pay money for that. I will drop 50 bucks mm. on that easy. Um, mm. You know, but they have a, 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 a set where you can actually have the characters in the different different rides they have like a yeah a mr toad they have a donald in uh was it dumbo or space mountain or they, different co- matter yeah, matterhorn like and they're all you know 10 15 20 bucks or whatever but target has theirs for like ten dollars and they have two exclusives 
Oh, no, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, like, they have one exclusive, and that is the Mickey Mouse on the Train. I already got the Minnie Mouse from Amazon, which is the Amazon exclusive. Now I have the Mickey Mouse and the Casey Jr., and I was nice. so excited. And I went to the little Target area. We have a little Disney area they have at our store, Target store, and they had this one little, like, cart in the middle of the aisle with Funkos on it, and, like, most of the shelves are empty, and I picked it up, and I loaded my cart up with, like, nine things, because none of them had prices on, and then I went to find a little price thing, and I was, like, checking yeah. all the prices on stuff, and I was, like, okay, so how much can I get away with before I come home and have to explain to my wife why I spent $37 at Target? Total <laughs> roller reversal, because most of this is the wife telling the husband I was going to say, why I was I like, and I feel like that. <laughs> but me, I'm just, like, how do I explain to her that I, you know, what'd you buy? Did you buy Campbell some clothes? Did you buy blah, blah, blah? Well, look, here's Donald in the Matterhorn, and I got the mini uh, the important Pan. stuff. Exactly the important stuff. No, nothing. No, this is all about was Funkos for $37. <laughs> Can't really do that. But I'm really uh, excited because I got the two Mickey and Minnie, and I imagine they'll be sold out fairly soon. So I don't okay, know what but else I have, get, but, I have yeah. to tell the listeners the story, though, because right before we got on the air, <laughs> we were just talking like, okay, we're ready. Yeah, I'm ready with this. Like, And he goes, oh, for my Hadley Disney, I was going to use my new Funko Pops. He's like, but they're in the car, and I can't go get them. I'm like, well, they can't see us like i can see you but like you you could still use that he's like but it's in the car i'm like yeah i don't need to show and tell like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, i believe you it was so <laughs> random because i was just for whatever reason as soon as you said that i was like oh yeah this is a podcast we're not just <laughs> having laugh, a like, show and tell conversation i'm like look jen look at my funko pop yay <laughs> yeah so maybe one day we'll do a youtube live or something and i'll have i'll bring all my props but um there we go not at this time so no news this week we'll get we, we kind of like to do the news every other week whenever it's just us on the show which yeah. we'll do next week uh we have a fantastic guest coming on here and i'm really yes. excited because uh he is now a friend of yours because you met him not too yes. long ago at, at mm-hmm. the parks and you guys hung out mm-hmm. together and, and mm-hmm. um i am a fan of this guy and, and so his name is rhino and he is a member of the disney plug team which disney plug mm-hmm. is one of the biggest disney podcast in the world you go yeah. on you go on the travel uh, the travel section of itunes and of course right under mainstream electrical podcast uh mm-hmm. when they have the top 100 no you see the disney plugs right there right around lou Mangello's podcast was like i think mouse chat there's like two or three that are always right there in the top five and disney plugs is there all mm-hmm. the time rhino also hosts the best and worst of walt disney world which is also mm-hmm. like the top 20 continually which is a great show we'll talk about that but we're talking about disney hot takes jen and yes, uh are. these are things that that people that we like and that maybe people don't people or mm-hmm. things that we don't like that people do and correct um i think if i remember correctly you started right off the top with something very inflammatory and i can't remember what it, what oh, it is oh yeah me sure yeah, that's what okay. it is but uh-huh. uh, anyway anyway we're gonna <laughs> we cut now that to, one we're gonna cut now to our conversation with rhino and we'll see you on the other side <laughs> on the show and i'm very excited about this because as i told jen in the pre-show when we were talking earlier there's a level of like i, I have people that disney people that i'm kind of starstruck with and then there are people that are right under that that i'm not totally nervous and starstruck with but i'm really like this is awesome and this is where this guest comes in um he's a he's a podcast host he's a disney file he's a Dis- big disney fan i've been listening to this guy for many many years and the for those of you who listen to disney podcasts you will know his voice the one and only rhino clavin is on the show with us rhino how are you doing sir I'm great. Thank you for having me. I I, you, I enjoyed the uh, inflating of my ego there too. It's really nice. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because 
and just to kind of set this up with all the podcasts you do, I told Jen this too. Like, I am an avid podcast listener of a lot of podcasts, and I've listened to every single best and worst episode that you guys have done, every oh. single one of them. <laughs> Except, I've also listened to probably the last eight years worth of Dis, Dis Unplugged. I didn't go back and listen to all the ones from the very beginning, but I picked it up several many years ago. So every week I listened. Mm-hmm. This month in September, I traveled so much that i'm so far behind on my podcast and i told jen i'm like we get him on the podcast and i'm down three episodes of best of worst and four episodes of this unplugged that i haven't listened to yet i'm like i can't even talk about what they just talked about because i haven't listened in the last month but it's not my fault so so welcome to the podcast Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you're more up to date than my entire family, so that's fine. <laughs> like, I don't even know if they've listened to one episode. Yeah, my, so wife barely, my wife only does have a podcast because I come up here and do the podcast. She's like, when are you coming back down again? All right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Brady's downstairs. He's like, when are you going to podcast? Because you need to go do something. Like, okay. <laughs> go away. Go away. All right. So it's funny. We, we ask every guest this, and we're going to ask you this too, to kind of give us your, your, your thoughts. How did you Disney this week, Reno? Um, well, I, so I did actually go to the parks um, this week, but if we're talking like, how do we bring it into our life or anything like that? I'm going to share this backpack that I just got. I got this this you can see all my stuff hanging oh. from it but it's this power line backpack that i've had my eye oh. on um anybody who knows me knows i love a good wow. lounge fly uh the regular size bags mm-hmm. and i they have this awesome power line one that had the pockets on the side you don't oh, even understand the because bottle. then you put your water bottle <laughs> so it doesn't sweat on my camera or anything on there and then my umbrella and because yes. i travel like a, a grand like a grandmother the only thing not in this bag is butterscotches for the kids but um <laughs> you need they to told me to they told me to stop bringing that i was getting weird looks uh so I no, I it was it was on sale for fifteen dollars. So of course I was like, Well, I need this right now because normally those are like fifty right. or sixty bucks. So I was like, 15? What's another Disney object, right? Yeah, fifteen. <laughs> That's so crazy. I, yeah, and there were other designs on there too. So there was a bunch of stuff. It's like a Wonder Woman one that was cool. There's oh, a nice. whole time, but I had to limit myself because I have like five backpack i'm getting out of hand a little bit it's whatever my mood strikes me and what day of the week it is so i've got my yeah. ewok ones you know if i'm going to universal i've got harry potter i've got everything yeah. my, oh, yeah. my, disney, my disney hawaiian shirts are beginning to be out of hand too because <laughs> right. i went to disney world two weeks ago and i was there for seven days and i literally had more shirts i had shirts left over that i didn't wear for the first time and i was like this is bad this is getting way too bad and they're like full on embracing the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. And now it's because yeah. the merch yeah. I saw, there was like tons of these, like, yep. and not even just Hawaiian shirts, but like really uh, like minutely mm-hmm. patterned shirts. Yep. Cause there was a, there was a couple where I was like, oh, there was a stormtrooper one where he was going like pew pew all over it. And oh. then there was a, uh, there's a Doug shirt. There's was, was a grape soda it, shirt. Yeah. There's a, there's yeah. The, shirt. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, the figment one I was yeah. surprised about. I was like, oh, I, I mean, I don't love figment, yeah. but I know somebody that does. So I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> I'm sure everybody does. You know, we all have those people in our lives. I like the shirt, but I think it was like green with purple figment. So the colors kind of clashed with my tone. Yeah. It just didn't really fit with very well. It just didn't work. Washed me out. <laughs> I, I ended up with a t-shirt of, because now they, they're they getting a lot of these like Tokyo inspired designs, I feel oh. like. And it was between yep. Tigger and Mufasa. And I was like, well, I'll wear and Mufasa. Simba was on it. And I was like, well, I'll wear the Simba one. One to to uh to, to animal kingdom and i feel right? like i'm in theme or whatever but it was like mo- his head's just patterned all over the shirt and i'm like i can't tell if this is ugly or if i love it so i just bought it <laughs> now, does it's it- a, it's sometimes it's a fine line i'm not gonna lie right? it's like, yeah it might be tacky and i kind of don't care so there you go <laughs> i can't figure yeah. out like with disney fans 
is it because we're such massive Disney fans that we match our shirts to the parks we're going to? Or is it like, do we eventually grow out of that going, okay, we've been so much, we're not worried about, because I always match the shirts to the parks I, I'm going to. Like, I, I would never I, wear this shirt to Animal Kingdom. I match this my ears. Yeah. I try to match my well, ears. Ears are different, though. Ears are a little different. I mean, do you match your backpack to kind of the day, like the park you're going to when you, you got oh, yeah, to if I, if I, Hollywood? Yeah, exactly. If I'm going to Hollywood Studios, I like, it feels like an obligation to have the Ewok backpack with me. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> because that's, it, and I love that bag too, because I, I, and I love the Powerline, I love these types of bags that are a great conversation starter because you right. get somebody who says like, oh, I love your bag and I love to share a good deal. So I'll be like, this is where you can get it. So when you give me the compliment, I'm like, here's where you can buy it. Here's how much discount you can get. Here's where you, do. and they'll be like, okay, I was just trying to be nice. I'm like, <laughs> me too. Well, and not You're everybody's going to get a power line backpack. There are a few people. Right. There are people that right. don't. And so you know the people that do. You're like, oh, you're my people. You you get me. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like the deep cuts like that. Yeah. And like uh, <laughs> like Clarice from Steel Steel Magnolias once said, the only thing that separates us from the animals is our ability to accessorize. So there you go. Oh, I was I was thought you were going to quote quote Clarice from the Silence of the Lambs. And I was wondering <laughs> I where like, this is going. Clarice, Clarice, Clarice. Okay, Clarice. Yeah. Well, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. okay. okay. Where are we going with this? It's like, what did I sign up for? All right, so <laughs> you are. You brought your lotion, right? <laughs> the lotion and the yeah. Well, I don't even know the poem. I'm not even going to try the poem. Whatever. <laughs> and he gets the whip again. I don't know. Um, so, so you're part of the Dis Unplugged. How long have you been with the team mm -hmm. over there? Um, so I started doing like, I was like an independent contractor person. I guess that was the term we used, um, in January of 2015. So mm -hmm. it's been like five years now. And then it was the, toward the end of that year that I was like full, made full time and became the associate producer. And then we've like, like when I started, it was basically like we had the, the Walt Disney world news discussion mm -hmm. show that we do, um, which is like the flagship show. And then right. we had a universal studio show and that was like it. And then there was like some park atmosphere videos that we did. Cause I was hired to kind of go through and do like overviews of the parks and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And it's crazy to think now that we do so many different, there's like the best and worst, like yep. you said, which is the show I host. And then mm -hmm. um, we have like a dining stuff now. And there's like, um, you know, Pete's been doing a lot of stuff with like DVC and all these things. And so it's just, it's crazy how, um, how many more things there are. And we have so many more things that we're working on right now too. Um, that it's just sometimes feels overwhelming, but you're like, mm -hmm. but that's Disney when you really like yeah. at a blanket, when you look at it, you think like specifically you might be like Walt Disney world. But then when you get into it, you're like, okay, well there's this many resorts. Everybody's got a favorite resort. Most likely, you know, right. some people have never even been to the resorts, but you, then you go into the parks, then you go into, the, it just keeps getting like more and more minute. I guess right. you go, I feel mm -hmm. like, and it's crazy. And that's the whole thing right now, isn't it? Is that everybody wants very niche content that speaks directly to them. Right. And so I, it's, it's kind of like, it's crazy. There'll be things we come across and we're like, I can't believe we haven't mm -hmm. been doing this for like five years, you know? Well, I, I mentioned to Jen about starting an all-star sports centered podcast. And she was like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what, I, what I, is that a resort? If what is the that? listeners can see my face right now. I, I, That's I'm, kind of I, a joke on our podcast. She is a, she is a resort snob and yes. all-star sports is not, I don't think she's, I don't think she said the words all-star sports in like four years. Um, why would <laughs> I? Like, Didn't they close those? <laughs> are those a thing? I'm sorry. Yeah. I, um, if it's not a deluxe, Carpet. Oh, bougie. Floor, then, <laughs> I mean, her feet do not plant in the morning on anything less than a deluxe carpet. At one, at up. what? Mm -hmm. There was one time in twenty, see, two thousand seven. I stayed at French Quarter. 
Oh my gosh, the, how you must have suffered. It was, I mean, it had, yeah, it was, it was rough, but I made it. I made it through because it's cute. Like, you know, French Quarter is cute. Like, in the South, we call it Freedom Quarter. Come on, America. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So, no, um, episode today, we thought it would be kind of fun to do some Disney hot takes. And actually, when we talked about getting you, Rhino, on the show, this was kind of the thing that came to mind. I'm like, I know Rhino has a lot of opinions on a lot of things, but Disney, <laughs> which is great, and that's what we want. And we thought, what if we did some hot takes? Basically, some things that we could say that we believe that we like or don't like that are maybe not as agreed upon by the Disney universe as, as others. Yeah. Uh, and, and I will start. It doesn't have to be, even be about parks. It can be anything Disney. And I will start with this one. At the top of my list, uh, I am also a movie fan. I've, I've got a movie podcast. We've put like 450 episodes down already and, and over the last like 10 years. And so I've been doing podcasting for movies forever. And so I consider myself maybe not an expert, but I know about movies. So I feel very comfortable when I say that the movie Hocus Pocus is garbage. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Garbage. <laughs> How do I disconnect? I saw that movie for the la- first time last year. And I was like, I need to watch this movie. And I was like, this movie is terrible. This movie is awful. And I just think it's, I think it's, I think it's a terrible movie. Listeners, now, I'm sorry that I'm a friends lot with of people, you. I'm sorry. A lot of people I'm saw it when they were younger. And so they kind of get it from there. Like it kind of grows on them and things like that. But I, I can't watch Hocus Pocus. I don't get it. I do not get it. I think there is like this built in, like you said, like it starts when you're a kid because like I remember um, my grandparents had the Disney Channel. So whenever I'd go to their house after school, um, I remember like there was a thing I think on like the Disney Channel that had like a little making of Hocus Pocus. So I Mm. very specifically remember commercials that had Bette Midler doing the thing with her hands to Max when he slides across the floor and into the room with the lightning and how it was a big deal and it was like cool special effects. And I was like, I'm going to see that movie. And I, I didn't see it in the theater. I didn't see it to like later but i think it's just one of those it it became like such a it's it's like when you take it when you look at it from a neutral perspective there are Mm -hmm. a lot of things where you're like how does she know about a driver's permit you know how do they know these like she wouldn't be able to make a lot of the jokes (laughs) she made and that sort of stuff and so it's campy but it also is like it's so quotable too though so quotable. <laughs> oh my god. I, I have a friend of mine, it's in his late twenties, and he saw Goonies for the first time about two years ago. And he was like, It's not good. And I had the same reaction as you guys had about this movie. And I'm like, How dare you? I'm offended How by that too. <laughs> but I think it does play to that whole you know, I saw it when I was ten or fifteen. And I grew up on that movie thinking how great this movie is. And in a vacuum, that movie's not that great. But looking at it, I'm like, this is amazing. I love the Goonies. I, just, I don't get Hocus Pocus. So when all people are going crazy in August or September about, oh, my gosh, here comes the pumpkin spice, I'm like, oh, my gosh, here comes all the Hocus Pocus stuff. <laughs> here it comes. So, so that's my first hot take. So you'll see how this episode is going to go. My goodness. Rhino, uh, what, what, what's, your, uh, what's on your list? I mean, I, you started with talking about the movies and I feel like I have to say it because I don't, do I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I love this thing. Cause I, I was thinking just Disney park specific, but um, I don't think Disney plus is that good. Um, I, oh. I'm, I, I'm not saying that it doesn't have its benefits, but I feel like some people are just trying to be like, I signed up for this for the three-year membership at Mm D23, and I don't feel like – I feel like my first year of it has more or less, other than The Mandalorian, 
has been a waste. Um, wow. I like the Even Jeff Goldblum culture? show I watched. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched Prop Culture yet, and I know a lot of people imagine their stories. I feel like Disney Plus is the special features from DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff. I don't feel like it's offering mm, me enough narrative okay. Um, okay. journeys, and I feel like I thought that's what it was going to be. I thought it was going to be that niche that would be able to bring something like Hocus Pocus 2 to life, maybe because they don't want to put it in a theater, or mm-hmm. or this sort of stuff that, that gets canceled sometimes prematurely, but then now I'm kind of angry because there's this new there's a show that looks like I want to watch that astronaut show that's going to be the National Geographic show that's about like I I think it's about like the launch of the Apollos or something but Mm -hmm. it also has a lot of the subject matter what that was their claim is why they moved Love Simon off of it and so now I'm like oh it's okay to have that content here but so, but you had Love, Simon on Hulu and it's interesting that you're trying to, that was your mm-hmm. reasoning and now I feel like the reasoning was something else. But but it's still also one of those things where I thought I was going to have all these Marvel TV shows by now. And yes, mm-hmm. we did have a pandemic and I understand that. Right. Like, you know, so, sure. but, yeah. but also be like, I did pay for a product and you guaranteed me some of the stuff that I have yet to receive. So yeah. also, I don't think Mandalorian season two is going to be as good as people think it is. So I'm I don't nervous. know that it can be. That's, that's really high. But the problem is season one was so good. Like yeah. it's right. really hard to follow up whenever you have like a super awesome first season. Yeah. I mean, there are certain shows, like I'm thinking like Netflix, like not Disney shows, like Ozark got better every single season. Yeah. Right. But like, Mandalorian was really good season one. So. Yeah. It's the expectation now is that you have yeah. like, I, if I don't get this much Yoda, if a baby Yoda right. or the child or, mm-hmm. you know, I don't get right. all this stuff. But that's where I'm at right now is I feel like I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I did watch all of Clone Wars and all these other stuff, but I was like, it's not offering me anything that I feel like, like yeah, of my, yeah. all my streaming services, it is on the bottom for me. And I'm sorry. I, if I I've think for me, somebody. it's nice to have the access to a lot of those movies. Like, like if I just sit up one sure. day, I'm like, I like think Hocus I want Pocus. to see the Sword and Stone. I can definitely watch like Hocus Pocus. I don't know what that is, and so you know, I think it's it's nice to have the access to those. If but speaking about the Mandalorian, though, I am a little fearful of season two, and because I don't know if you guys remember watching. Family Did you hear Adam. the rumor though? What's the rumor? Oh, sorry, it was that he that he's not in the second half of the season because he something happened on set and he was told to leave, and so. Oh, yeah, but they, Pedro Pascal, you mean? Yeah, yeah, and I've they think that. they think they think they fixed it so that that's mm-hmm. why he's been very positive about promoting it right now right. because he'll be in season three. But they're saying like season, it's only going to be like half season, and then it's going to be about oh. other characters. Right. I don't know. I hope I didn't ruin that. Well, if you about. remember Family Matters in the 90s, when the Urkel yeah, was on like definitely. the very first season, but only like sparingly as a side character, and then all of a sudden yeah. it became all about Urkel, I'm hoping that doesn't happen with, with the child. Like, they're, like the, Baby Yoda is so popular, now we have to wrap everything around Baby Yoda yeah. versus the narrative they were going to tell initially. Right. Now they have to, I'm hoping yeah. they don't do that. So, anyway. Jen, what is, uh, what, give me a hot take. Mm, I don't know. I know David's going to hate me for this one. I don't know if Ryan is going to hate me for this one. Uh, Since we're talking about TV and movies, mm -hmm. I'll just go ahead and keep it in that genre here. It was the third thing I wrote down. I can't stand High School Musical. Any of them. I can't. None of them? Not even, there's no catchy ditty? No. No, I was going to say not even three, but I didn't want (laughs) to. Not even three. None of them. But Troy sings about the basketballs falling down. (laughs) None of them can't do it. I couldn't even make it through all of them. I just, and granted, I'm going to, okay, so I taught in my, in my former career, I was a teacher and I taught a certain age group and that's all they ever talked about or sung or wanted to do anything with. And so probably that helped (laughs) whenever you have a bunch of like 12 year olds. 
butchering things. Your, you know, it's probably did not assist my love lack thereof of the movies, but I, I can't, I can't do it. I'm like, oh, that acting is so bad. Oh, that dog. Oh. Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens singing Walk Away is pretty great. She, that song is pretty awesome. Okay, I need I to tell you guys that I learned the, the like, choreo- the arm choreography from, um, bet on it i thought <laughs> bet on it from the second one it, because i was like this movie is so the message at the end is so bad too where he's like uh, it, first of all his friends are terrible because they don't want the best for him when he has a great opportunity which is and then the That's message awful. is terrible too at the end but like i love that the idea is like oh my god life is so terrible just shut up and sing this song and it's gonna be better <laughs> it's very footloose and and i i I think it's the best musical version of Footloose, especially that second one is so ridiculous. But I saw the third one at midnight in the movie theater because my friends got me like really into it. And I, I, I should have worn it for this episode if I knew you hated it. I have the tracksuit, the East High tracksuit. <laughs> no! That is awesome. Oh! That is I awesome. I could have worn, I lit the black flame candle t-shirt I have then. <laughs> we can just all trigger each other. When, it's I, fine. when, I, when I worked at the Disney store, they had that screen in the back and I worked around the time Husky Music 3 was coming out. So that... And the climb, Miley Cyrus. Once every oh thirty minutes, I saw I saw a High School Musical three clip and the climb. Every thirty minutes, I saw a clip and the climb. Every thirty minutes, eight hours a day, five I couldn't days. Couldn't do it. Sometimes no. six. It was, no. no I, and Jen knows this story. I literally heard the climb weekly, forty to forty-five times in its entirety every week. Oh my god! And I had to listen to it, and it was a just lot. you know, and it's yeah, it's it's that's not a hot take to say I don't like that song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like High School Musical three. I, I, the first two are just—they're very hokey. They're like yeah. kids' lifetime TV movies. But okay. I—I like the third one. I thought the third I'm one. Gonna was th- I'm gonna throw one more thing in here. And yes. then back in the days where Hollywood Studios had starring roles, my the f- favorite place, the Starring Roles Cafe. Mm-hmm. You would be sitting there enjoying your coffee and your cinnamon roll. Oh, yeah, I, know and the gonna, street, I know you're gonna bring it here. <laughs> the little street party thing would come out. We're on a dance together, and I'm like. I used to work at Lights Motors Action and whenever there was something that would happen in the front like and that was in the back of the park that's they'd be like guys just so you know the high school musical floats coming out this time and I would get angry because sometimes they would move the Power Rangers and that's who I wanted to be watching because I love Power Rangers and so I'd be like great because because they would play the music the music from the show would be like blaring from the car and I'd be like yes this is awesome I'm getting really amped up and the nice musical would come out and you'd be like oh these 45 year olds dancing like they're 18 they're keeping it very authentic like clearly miserable in the Florida heat doing this dance routine in their full out track suits yeah so so just to confirm Jen you don't watch high school musical slash the stage show slash the tv show slash the sitcom Accurate. High School that Musical, is- the musical, the musical, the exactly. TV show, the TV show, the musical. Yeah. I, I can never know when this stops. CD now, and there's like it's like a it's like a proctology office. There's like nine colons on the front of that like- thing. <laughs> High School Musical colon the show colon the That's TV hilarious. show colon the musical. Colon, just the soundtrack. Here's- I'm like what? Like stop the madness. Right? Just stop. Yeah. Let it die. Let it die. <laughs> All right. My next hot take. All right. Here we go. And this may All be right. something that people will agree on. I don't know, but I know for me, I like the Disney buses. I like riding the Disney bus. I okay. do. I really do. I don't. I like dropping my crap off in my room. If I have to wait for a bus for a few minutes during the day, it's a little. It's, it's patience. You got to have some patience there. And sometimes it's a little maddening. But in the morning, hop on that MK bus or hop on that Hollywood studio. But Jen's like, I haven't taken anything except for a private shuttle since 2006. <laughs> yeah. I like the Disney buses. I do. I like riding the buses. My kid loves the buses. I have no problem with. It. I like the monorail too. Although monorail is kind of more nostalgic than anything else. Um, I like the Disney buses. 
and I'm not ashamed of it. So there. I think I like the feeling. the The thing I associate with the Disney bus is like. Um, uh, because you have to take one when you're going to hoop de doo or mm-hmm. to the outdoor theater, mm-hmm. the the movie theater out back there. And they, so I associate it with this kind of like end of the night. I like being on the bus when it's dark and everyone's quiet. So you don't have to listen to like an annoying child or anything. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the children out there or mm-hmm. parents who think their children aren't annoying, but they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, I like a nice quiet hum of a Disney bus in the evening when it's lit just appropriately. And I'm just like, I'll ride this for an hour or so. And you just like, enjoy it. Let me tell you what I think about a Disney bus. All I remember is- Do you know they have buses, Jen? Do do you remember they have buses? I remember that they do because here's why I'm traumatized. It's a little PTSD from like at the end of a long day where it's been like 110 and you've been like super sweaty and it's really, really hot. And then you climb on a bus that's about negative 25 degrees and Mm. the windows are all fogged up and because you're wearing clothing for 125 degrees, you suddenly start dying of- frostbite on the disney buses oh uh, it's true yeah, yeah. i mean they I keep mean, them at arctic temperatures yeah. <laughs> like, literally and i like the bus driver's like wearing a coat i'm like i'm going to i'm i'm gonna lose a finger to frostbite i'm <laughs> this is happening right now and I'm, okay i take private shuttles what we were we were on a trip in 2009 and we got a, we got on the bus and there's a family sitting across from us from mm-hmm. michigan and we talked to them for a second they're from michigan and they were all in shorts and short sleeves and this was february and they told us straight out, they were like, this is Florida. We thought it was going to be 80 degrees down here. Oh and so gosh. we didn't bring anything other than shorts and t-shirts. And I'm like, it's still winter. It's, it, this is, like, it's not like everything shuts down winter-wise. Like once you cross the Mason-Dixon line, come on, people. So they had to go <laughs> buy like gloves and sweatshirts and everything yeah. for the family because they brought nothing. And, so, and plus the bus did not help. The bus was- The, the buses are- Yeah. And it's, okay. although it's nice now though, if you are somebody who likes a little bit of space, you got extra space because they have this bus sectioned off, which is- it's kind of nice. You're not crammed up against people and standing over that people. Nice. They remove the handles from the top, and so good. I hated that. Rhino, what's your next Disney hot take? Uh, so I'm definitely gonna get hate for this one. Flight of Passage is not that great of a ride. <gasps> I don't like it. I, I, it's not even. I don't like it. I think okay. If you enjoy it, that's fine. I'm not here to I'm not here to dampen anybody's things. I'm not gonna be if you like that's my favorite ride at Dis- Disney, I'm not gonna whatever. I say oh, Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite in Disneyland. So it's like I'm sure people hate me for that. But the I think I think Flight of Passage is overblown, is what I should say. Mm-hmm. People will be like, This like is the best attraction. Exactly. Like I the best thing I've ever done at Walt Disney World. I'll be like, somebody sat there to my face and said it was better than Rise of the Resistance. And I was like, I don't want to just say you're blatantly incorrect, but there is <laughs> like you, I, I just try to politely go, hmm. <laughs> and you can clearly tell, I mean, huh. I guess I'm wearing the mask now, so you can't see the disappointment. Yeah, you can't in my see the, well, but you know, it's, it's, but I don't, I don't think it's like, okay. I don't think it's like a bad attraction, but I just think that it is, it, it's not as innovative. If people gave universal studios so much, so much like flack for doing screen-based things for so long. And then here Disney comes along and does something that I don't even think is the best screen-based thing I've ever been on. And they're like, this is, you know, this is the definition of a Disney attraction. I was like, is it? I I mean, (laughs) the big screen and i'm sitting on a motorbike that is pushing on my thighs like i i mean the the thigh breathing is cool and you don't get me wrong i enjoy that but like it's like (laughs) i 
I just, it's just a giant motion simulator. I don't know. I, I just think, I mean, I think like the innovation of like creating it is cool, but I'm just, I, I'm, I don't know. I can, I can, I can, I I can actually I, see that. Yeah. I enjoy it, but I, but I could actually see that. And I don't think it's the best ride in the parks. Yeah. I don't, you know, I think on. the effects are cool. You know, Jim's a fan of tough to be above. dinosaurs that's, in that park. I love dinosaurs. That was going to be my other one too. Oh. <laughs> I have a problem getting lost in the whole, like really believing the screens. Like I can't do okay. it. Like I've been yeah. on everything from the rise of the attack or whatever it's called of Kong over at Universal to the Harry Potter mm -hmm. rides to the rides at Disney. You don't want to get Anytime there's Kong. a 3D screen or a screen, whatever, where you have to believe that you're in this world. It's a screen to me. Like I see TV. Yeah. I can't screen. I can't pull it in. And so I do have that like I have to suspend my, my belief a little bit when I'm on these rides. And with Flight of Passage, I'm able to do it pretty well, which is why I like that ride. I, I wish they had like little blinders right because. on the edge of the glasses so you couldn't yes. see the other people or I the totally rest of the room. Around. I'm like, oh, that's that really would be, cool. That I finally nice. did the look and I was like, oh my God, there's like two floors. Like, but <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it is, it, it's, yeah, it's, it, I think that's part of it for me, where as right. good as the special effects are, like the actual special effects that are the making of the movie, because obviously nothing in that is real, it still <laughs> is, like, my brain is like, those are blue people, this is a banshee, this isn't real. Like, it right. doesn't yeah. look, I've seen movies with better special effects where I can't tell whether the thing is fake or not, you know, and I feel oh, like, like, you're it, not, like the actual movie, Avatar. yeah, the actual movie you're watching, I feel like, yeah. I, I feel like it's still, It'll age. It'll age yeah. really quickly is what I think is going to happen. You know, one of the, but, I rode Mickey's Runaway Railway for the first time <clears throat> two weeks ago. I went to the park. This scene where you go into the, the I guess the waterfall where the, the water quote unquote is uh, mm. all around you. That is really the first time I ever, ever felt encapsulated into a, yeah. a, a screen yeah. where I was like, oh, I can kind of feel this. This is cool. And maybe because it was so cartoony that I was able to really fully immerse myself yeah. and believe it. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, that's that's i can't do it any, anything else like i know that i'm yeah. on a, a breathing motorbike uh, you know or whatever and fly the passage. i, love I know i'm soaring that i'm uh, yeah. gonna watch the eiffel tower well that, yeah exactly <laughs> right. the bench. Yeah. and now i've started to recognize that the Taj Mahal is cgi i've started to see that i'm like oh I can't, yeah I, yes. can't, I can't unsee this now Dang once it. somebody points it out yeah. to you yeah. that's yeah that same thing happened to me where i was like no it's not and then i looked and i was like oh man and then you're like how many of those elephants are fake now too <laughs> right like oh did it ah and then and then the polar bears they're CGI yeah yeah I don't believe I'm not even sure any of it I don't I really want to know how much that is actually real because I'm like there's no way they got all these things doing exactly what they needed at just yeah. the right moment like so you know, know you know people at Disney Rhino why can't they just set up something where it's like if you want to go to California sort of California you go this way and around the world that way and it should be a left choose. and a right situation yeah you should and in the middle. They flip flop. Whatever you go in the middle, that's what you get. You oh, don't know what you're going to get. Choice. You just do it. And yeah, just, yeah, randomize it. I would love it. Now, granted, fact, mix them up. Mix them I'm up. Gonna, I'm going to give you granted the Soren over California. The movie was getting like pretty pixelated. Like there mm -hmm. were, you know, a lot there's, of there's that one little thing kind of hanging on there. Yeah, the very, very there's always like, a little is bit. That a hair? I still what is loved that? it. I miss the yeah. oranges. <laughs> I miss the oranges. Yeah. The third screen should be just a mix. You go over Sydney and then you're going over Napa Valley and then all of a sudden you're going over Fiji and then there's uh, you know, there's whatever else. There's the, the mountains in California, like a, a hodgepodge of all of it. Okay. That would be, I would yeah. be, down. That'd be, that would be awesome. I'm down. Jen, hot take from you. Hot take from me. So I, and I don't know. I might not get as much hate on this, but a lot of people won't go to this attraction. I freaking love the Carousel of Progress. I will not miss oh. it anytime in the parks. Mm-hmm. 
but I have so, so many people who tell me like, oh my gosh, I can't say that. Oh, it's all boring. Like, oh, I had to go watch this. I'm like, <laughs> I love the Carousel of Progress. It's kitschy. And the last scene is awfully dated, but I love it. <laughs> We, we did a we did a reading of it for like charity we did like a table oh. read to benefit give kids the world and it was so, it was so much fun it was oh. it was so funny but I it was like, like that's, that's a warm take that's not a hot take that maybe like it's a warm somewhere. take i don't know but i just i was trying to think of like okay what attraction do i love i was trying to go like what not what i hate that everybody else loves um all right if you don't like that one then i'll give you one that's a hot take do it seven dwarves is overrated mm. That's a hot take. And Rhino's about to say yes. I can see it. No, I, I mean, I, I have had this, uh, this, this discussion with Craig, uh, Craig Williams so often because, because he's so tall, he struggles with the, yeah. the bucket, um, which I do think. But I also do remember like the first time I wrote it and everyone made such a big deal out of it. And then I was like, is it that good? Because it's just like that, the one scene with the scary light up faces on the dwarfs, which is, which like they're cool. But at the yeah. same time, I feel like, I don't like that type of it's the like same the, in like um, frozen. Yeah. Same, same with frozen ever after. And that's where I was like it. Cause if there one thing goes wrong with that, it's like, it really Point ruins face. the animatronic. Which is like, why they go down so much. Well, yeah. not seven dwarves, but frozen. Well, the problem with frozen is that the faces and the necks are different colors. So there's a clear delineation of like white face, very dark tan neck and it's like really weird and I really I feel like they could be fixed that pretty easily with some touch up paint or something or some doing the work on the on the computer system there I, I don't know I don't do that but just you walk by or you pass by on the yeah. boat and you're like Anna's face is like she stuck her face in a vat of flour and her neck's been in candy right. for a week what yeah. the heck yeah. I just I don't know like it's great it's cute it's fine mm -hmm. but like I will never wait for it it's no no how I mean, does it have the weight it does all the time i that's don't even understand point. that i know it's like peter I'm pan like, nobody knows why it has that weight and it's not a classic right because it's only seven years old now six years old now i guess peter but, pan no or you mean, about, oh you mean, okay yeah. i was like peter pan's a classic ride <laughs> but no exactly and that's I'm like i don't know like I, I didn't even wait 20 minutes opening weekend mm -hmm. we're like oh it's only 20 minutes eh. Okay. <laughs> we just kept it does feel like there's a momentum stoppage once you go through the mines. And the mines are cool, but I almost wish you could do that first as you're leaving the, 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 the yeah. whatever in the car, go through the mines first, and then the rest of the ride all together versus that yeah. stopping in the middle because yeah. your momentum just stops and the fun just stops, mm -hmm. it seems like. So I get that. All right. So Jen's not going to like this one at all. Um, <laughs> and I don't care because I will, to my dying day on a hill, defend all-star sports. I like the all-stars and I like all-star sports. It is, it's, it serves its purpose. It's not, I'm not taking a family there. I'm not as a travel agent. I'm not putting families there if I can help it. But if I'm by myself, I need a room for the night for two nights. You know, I don't have family. I'm going for whatever, for a weekend trip or whatever. I plunk down 150 bucks for all-star sports a night for per night. It's easy. It's, it's quick. I'm good. You know, that's, that's my take on all-star sports. Jen is appalled because again, she doesn't even recognize there are all-stars. <laughs> Now, I don't know, Ryan, are you are, are you a resort snob? I know you probably don't say the resorts a lot. I mean, maybe no, you do, but are you a resort snob at all? No, I'm definitely not. Um, we didn't really stay at the resorts when I was a kid. We always stayed off property because um, everything was like on a real intense budget when we were younger. Mm -hmm. And my great grandmother lived um, down in like in Marco Island. And so we'd get like two days where we'd come up and, and, and do this stuff. And we drove from Massachusetts. Like, so it was a lot of driving oh, on those vacations. But 
And I, that was the first thing I remember. I, the first resort I ever stayed in was when I came for grad night in 2003 and we stayed at Caribbean beach. And I was like, Oh my gosh, wait till I tell my mother, there are buses that bring you around. Like she would have never had, not knowing it was like really budgetary reasons, but like, uh, like, like I, so I find that like the resorts for me were like my newer Disney thing. Like I didn't really experience or see a lot of them until I moved here. And I still feel like I haven't like necessarily like stayed and experienced them. But like, I, in my opinion, I love the cabins at Fort Wilderness because it feels like you'll get your own little personal house. But when it comes to like staying at the all-star, like I I don't mind it. I like uh, Pop Century. I feel like their yeah, remodel of the rooms there are beautiful. I love Pop. So. Um, I don't, the sports one doesn't do it for me because there's always so many cheerleading stuff going on or sports stuff. So there's a lot of really annoying prepubescent children there. <laughs> um, and it can be like, they think that area is like a real football field. You know, the one that's like the yeah. fields out there. So they're yeah. always playing and I'm like, there's like concrete under that guy. So you're going to hurt yourself. And it always makes me so nervous, but, um, I definitely would prefer movies over yeah, I like movies uh, better. Like, movies music but the good thing about sports is that it's always available and it's cheap like it's always available like everything else is sold out sports is available you know but it has a pool bar right doesn't it yeah Yeah, then that's fine that's what will get us through we'll be okay and again i would never jen as a travel as a travel agent i would never put a family there unless it was the only thing available um even then i'm looking i might be looking at disney springs hotels just in case uh but but for me if i'm by myself I'll stay at all sorts sports room. I don't mind. You don't pay me enough mm-hmm. to, to go to Grand Floridian, which, by the way, I do think Grand Floridian might be a little overrated. All <gasps> right, so, Rhino, what's your uh, – let, let's see I, one I more was round. Just, <laughs> well, I was going to say that's funny because my hot take is that I don't think the Grand Floridian is as nice as everybody says yeah. it is. But no, I agree with that completely. It's no five-star. I'm going to go ahead and like – but. I, I actually don't think any of the monorail loop hotels are, except for maybe mm. the Polynesian. But but then uh, you're like, do you count – do you count for oh, – enough for – what? the wilderness lodge has that i don't know because wilderness lodge is like nice but i don't know i don't i don't like i don't want to give like hot takes on hotels because i like you said i don't have i don't have enough like staying there i feel like i should have lived there for like a month in hiding to to like weigh in completely my thing with the grand floridian is i I think it's a beautiful resort i really but it's not my theming it's like polynesian i love the polynesian theming so really it's just a theming thing for me it's not my favorite when i walk in i'm like this is orchestra's playing or they were playing now they're not um but the, you know the rooms are beautiful or whatever everything looks great but i'm gonna go over here to the polynesian because i kind of like the tiki gods and the volcano it looks cooler to me and so you know that's just my thing so um one final hot take from from both of you you got one left rhino uh i i, I mean it will keep it at the polynesian i maybe it's just because i'm kind of tired of it at this point but i feel like trader sam's is overrated because mm. it is such mm. I, and you're talking I, i'm you, i have somebody i have every mug downstairs right i think i've just i've the the disney world one i think has just outlived it it's too much it became too much of a process you always yeah. had to wait in that, the really long line okay you're never yeah. inside where you want to be and then when you're inside they're like go find a seat and you're like it's never dispersed correctly and it's just yeah. and then there are so many drinks that have so met like in disneyland i i normally don't i'm not inside at disneyland i'm usually out on the patio but you feel like you're still part of the same thing here it feels like two separate places but mm-hmm. also disneyland doesn't have as many um uh like uh 
I, I don't know what you want to call it. The, the, the special effects that happen when you right. order the oh, drink. Yeah. It's right. like Disney World has one for everyone. So it's impossible to have a conversation. So I want it to be more of a bar. Yeah. And like a, when you go to a tiki bar, I really want to relax and have that drink and talk and have a conversation. And, and it's a bar that you can't really have that conversation. Is. And I think also so many people that I know here who I, who I love, just always want to go there. And I'm like, have you guys heard of Baseline Tap House? And I know that's super basic, but I would much rather sit out there with a nice charcuterie board. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Jen and I, Jen and I have had drinks. She knows. We we were there. It was like one of the last things that we did before we were shut down was my human interaction. Yeah. It was with you guys. And that's, I think uh, seriously, (laughs) I actually look at those pictures sometimes and I'm like, this was so fun. <laughs> Trader Sam's was kind of a hidden gem for a while, and I think now it's such a known entity that yeah. now it's like, oh, everybody has to go. And the people who were going originally are like, I don't want to go anymore because everybody's going now. And you know, right. yeah, let's go I to Baseline Tap House until that becomes a known quantity. And you we'll have to. I know, and it is go. becoming too popular. There's too many people in line. I'm like, get out of here. This is my place. Leave. Like, I think, uh, yeah, you yeah. don't go to Baseline. It's no good, people. Just don't go. <laughs> it's no good. Just go back to 50s prime time and pretend <laughs> yes. like you knew yes. what a good bar was. Enjoy some Mama right? Mia's beer. Uh, yeah. Beer on. Yeah. Mama Mia's beer. Mama Mia. It's the uh, yeah. Mama Mia. Here I go. Again. <laughs> I was gonna say it's the ABBA the ABBA beer that we have on tap here. As long as it's a golden ale. As long as Pierce Brosnan is not singing, we're 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 good. <laughs> All right, Jen. One final hot take from you. Oh, I'm, I'm going to catch plaque for this one. Okay. So I hate Hocus Pocus. So I think okay. everything yeah, else is Yeah, you started us off really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here. I mean, he, he really dropped a bomb at the beginning. So, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I consider this a hot take. So as much as I love and appreciate nighttime shows, I won't wait to see oh, one God. at all. It's okay. You could, I, I, no, I have one. To, I have one to piggyback with you too. I feel yeah, like, okay. like so, like happily ever after. I saw it once, and or twice. No, I saw it twice. Beautiful, loved it. Oh my gosh, music. Oh, fantastic. I won't go see it again probably unless I'm going to a dessert party because I just won't. I will go ride a ride. I'm gonna go do something else. I, I know. I, I know. I hate parades. <gasps> <laughs> Like I I I, I basically like Phil uh not Phil Hermit I uh Soundsational at Disneyland for some okay. reason I like that one I think it's the drummers and it yeah, was Paint the Night Mickey and drumming. then that's it I hate the other ones yeah it was the Mickey drumming yeah. and then it, like you yeah, had the Dick Van Dyke float and everything and that's oh, why yeah, I that like it but, but like that's it and I don't I'm oh, just I, like they're so long like. and I'm just like. Yeah, sometimes I'll like, like well, I feel like it's the same characters over and over and again. It I'm is. like, where are Nick and Judy from Zootopia? Where's Moana? Where are all these other people? Which, Give me some new people. Which I, I actually prefer the cavalcades that they're doing now. I'm like, oh, I cool. do too. Yeah, the quick one or two cars. Isn't that better? Done. I'm yeah. like, you yeah. can just keep doing this because like the parade, you're, you can't get across the park the way mm-hmm. you want to. No. You have to contribute so much of your day just to waiting for it, like Correct. waiting before See, it happens and then while it's happening. That's my problem with the parade yes. and the fireworks and such. I, it's not the things themselves. I love the parades and all the fireworks. And the, they're well and done. The oh, are they're great. Well done. My problem is everything it takes to sh- to see it. And yeah. everything it takes to get out afterwards. And, and I it's, don't want to be with 8 million yeah. of my best friends on yes. Main Street. Like, mm, it's like well, And it's waiting. like what you said. Too. The, yeah, it, if you're you not, know. if it's something that you don't want to do, you're still a victim of it right. because right. I like, 
I happily ever after specifically and before the shutdown, I remember it was just gridlocked and like uh-huh. to the point where like people were pushing on either side of my body. And I was like, is this a stampede almost? Like it, it was like I got caught in an intersection and we literally couldn't move because the bodies were so tight. And I was like, uh-huh. this is ridiculous. I'm trying to get to the back of the theme park. Like I should be able to still be able like there should yeah. be flow of traffic or whatever. You know? And I know they try, but I, I mean, bitter. but, but like people like, people don't listen <laughs> well and even before what? like like the projection show and, and the fireworks are a great example you find your spot you camped out there for two hours you got your spot yeah. people are encroaching <laughs> up on you they're pushing they're pushing their kids in between you oh. and your your, your family oh, yeah. so then they'll throw a kid up, up. yeah you. yeah and that's i've had that happen several times i look down and i'm like oh where'd you come from and like there's a family behind going hi our kid wants to yeah. see and i'm like that's that, okay but Me you too. just got here and i've been here for two and a half hours what the crap i won't do it i uh, yeah. And the reason I will, that I will do it is like, because I know that I have families who go to the parks who love parades and who love yep. fireworks and you know, that's great. So I want to take some photos and like, it's not that I, like, it's not like I'm having a terrible time, but like, I would much rather be. It's just like, I'm hot over. in the sun. I'm like, yeah, ah, like, I don't oh, want to. Yeah. And, and somebody, it's like what you said, you could wait two and a half hours and then somebody could ruin it in the last 10 seconds. They yes. throw in their kid up in front of, I don't know how many times that's happened to me when we're trying to film and all that stuff. Uh, and in normal summer, oh. just try sitting down the concrete at 730. In the oh, evening. Yeah. The concrete is still hot no. in July. Yeah. In yeah. December, maybe you're fine. But in July, that thing is still hot. Your, your butt's burning and you're like, mm-hmm. I'm here to see the show at an hour and a half. Oh, you know, it's. Yeah. So there we go. No. So I, so that, that's my, I'm sorry. I just, I can't, I. I like the cavalcades because. Yeah, I, I think they're day. they're le- less hassle, more of a yep. surprise, but you know yep. they're coming. And know? there's like, right. uh, in Magic Kingdom alone, I think I saw five or six different ones over two days. So there are a ton of them, which is awesome. And oh, I mean, yeah. I've seen all of them either, which is great. And now they've like yeah. added some for the Halloween yep. stuff, which is great. But the ones, the parts of the Halloween parade that I like, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, yeah, give me a Leota and some hitchhiking ghosts, like yep. little cavalcades. And the, ca- the crowds don't gather for longer than like, three minutes just enough time and it's not even like they gather they're just like oh hey exactly yeah you can kind of walk right up on them as long as you're outside those cast members because i was following one taking Mm -hmm. pictures and i was probably 10 feet away from the float just i was on this side of the cast member yeah very good disney hot takes i love it very good (laughs) rhino this has been wonderful i'm so glad you were on the show this has been a hilarious uh discussion (laughs) oh well yeah thank you for having me and thank you for getting everyone to hate me So let's just say to people on the World Wide Web, once we they find you, you on, on the social medias, how would they follow you? How would they find you? Or do you want them to? Uh, no, I love, I love <laughs> interacting with people on uh, the internet. You know, it, it can be a tough, tough world to navigate these oh, days. Twitter but, is a uh, wonderful, peaceful place to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone is very strongly opinionated about everything. And if, you'd, if you don't agree, you're an idiot. So, um, <laughs> but... No, yeah, you can find me on uh, pr- pr- all my social media is Rhino one one eight five, so it's R Y N O one one eight five. And uh, if you're looking for the show, obviously it's the Diz. You can find us on Twitter at the Diz, yep. or uh, the the podcast is unplugged. You'll find all the shows listed kind of under that. So yeah, yeah. you do you do a great job. I love hearing the Diz unplugged, and great job with Thank best you. of worst. Uh, you the show is fun. It's it's good twenty minute little bites of a podcast. Yeah, you know, fifteen here, twenty here, and there's no no theme song there's no opening song it's like hey this yeah. is rhino blah 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 okay that's our show yeah i mean it's, it's i like just getting into it i'm just like i don't i feel like i hate when you're watching something you're like all right 15 minutes in and the show didn't start yeah because i have some podcasts i listen to that do that sometimes yeah. and i'm like start the show <laughs> i'm just screaming in my car like, this isn't oh, wait, helping my road demons? rage you mean <laughs> oh wait that's it <laughs> Oh, Diva's that. show will go on for an hour and a half. I'm like, has the show started yet? Because they've been just laughing for an hour and a half. 
So that's okay. It's our brand. It is. <laughs> All right, Rhino, have a great day. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so I hold no uh, no guilt for not liking Hocus Pocus, and um, mm. yeah, I'm still I, judging. I um, I'm still now judging. I I can tell you that I finally seen Newsies, and we'll we'll talk about that in a later episode. Yes, we don't have time we'll here, have but uh, but I have finally seen Newsies. I liked Newsies quite a bit. Spoiler alert: I liked it a lot more than I ever liked Hocus Pocus, which I, the bar was low, but still. Well, I mean, not to be fair, I love Newsies, so yeah. I'm 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 a fan. You know that. Yeah. I've, oh, it's, it's I think great. I told you like months ago, like you need to watch Newsies. Yeah, well, you did, and there's several movies that I need to watch. I just hadn't gotten around to yeah. watching it, and finally, I was like, I'm gonna watch Newsies. Let's just watch it now. I want to watch the yeah. Broadway show. It's on it's on Disney Plus. I haven't had yeah, a chance and to I, watch it, but I will say the Broadway show. I mean, I always am gonna think that the stage version is better than a made for mm-hmm. movie or whatever version. However. I love the movie movie and I love the stage show. So. Yes. Well, one yeah. of the things I want to do, cause we've done, and I've done this previously for our inside the clamshell segment, which basically would take mm-hmm. a Disney movie, talk about it. And I want to do that with newsies. I think we need yeah. to find us a good newsies guest and have a good hour long conversation about newsies, about the songs, about the history of the Ooh, show. Excuse to rewatch. Okay. Uh, you know what? Yeah. You have to rewatch it again. You're just going to have to watch it again and I mean, again. Um, if I have to, I will say that the big song from that, that I've always heard is seize the day. And mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting more. They don't. That's not the best ton. song in that show. Well, and I've heard, but that's the one everybody talks about. It's like seize the day, seize the day. And so <laughs> I, again, I'm not it's a newsy. A good fi- song. I'm not a newsy but... file, but that's the one that I'm most familiar with hearing about is seize the day. Sure. And like they danced and they a little bit, they did the choreography, and that was it. I was expecting like an on my an, uh, a one more day like Les Misérables kind of oh. total thing, and I was mm-hmm. like, that that's all we got is just just that. So there are several songs in there I like better than seize yeah. the day, but but. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, good movie. We'll talk about it more in the future. Maybe do, like I said, do an entire episode on it because I think it's worthy of that. That would be a lot of fun. It is. So, Jen, where can we find you on the great wide interwebs? Where can people hunt you down? You can hunt me down at Upon a Star Jen. And then, of course, at Jen underscore Novotny on Instagram as well. Um, You know, if you follow, you will see some travels coming up. And it'll be fun. Very cool. So, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, you got some travels coming up. And I, of course, I am a magic on a dollar on Twitter and on Facebook mm-hmm. and on Instagram. Find me also on Facebook at Disney on a dollar and find my website, mm-hmm. magiconadollar.com. It's in sore need of an update. I think the last update I did was like, was like May. I don't remember if anything's happened since May. So really, it's not a whole lot of news since oh. then. But, you know, I do yeah. need to well. update some things. But it is there in case you want to go and, you know, see a little mm-hmm. few things here and there, maybe some Disney history or whatever. Um, but it's all there. And of course, you can find us at uponastartravel.com. That is our website mm-hmm. because we are. We work for a travel agency, and uh, you know, so we're on there. So go and you know, I think Jen owns the thing. Um, so anyway, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> boss lady. So yeah, you can go there and find all that stuff. And of course, you can find Rhino in all the places he described as well. Um, you know, on Twitter and all those places. Follow him. Follow us. Go to the website themsepodcast.com you'll see in the sidebar there under friends of the show rhino and all the other friends we've had on the show including um you know including me wilson including mm-hmm. uh you know big fat panda and the imagineers and they've all they're all there on the sidebar yep. so you can click on all their stuff there great guests coming up on the show yes. which i am super excited about we've already talked to stacy from must do disney which just blew my mind i think you were yeah. grinning the whole time mostly at me fanboying i was like hey, stacy <laughs> You know, Maybe. it was really kind of fun. Um, you know, we've Thank got you. uh 
Uh, we mentioned this before, the voice of Bolt, and also mm -hmm. a contributor to Tarzan, some other animated films, an animator and a voiceover artist, Mark mm -hmm. Walton, coming on with us. Um, I think we're trying to get some more great guests, some more great guests coming up, and no names yet. Yeah, some confirmed. other lineups, but those are confirmed ones. And yes, yeah, so I'm just really excited, really excited to meet these Disney people, because yeah. who am I? I'm just a Disney fan, I like to talk to Disney, so, you know, we're, we're trying to get the Bobs on, I'm trying to work on getting a Michael Eisner, if you need to call the Bobs, I'll call Eisner, we'll get them on. Yeah, Maybe yeah, we'll do like a five-way podcast between the two of them two of us and three of them that would be amazing. what could go wrong that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> bob Iger, michael eisner so let's talk about that shareholder meeting mr eisner that uh, you were ousted Iger, what was your role in that that's uh, that's how you get things done yeah so right? let's talk a little bit about a magical moment jen what you got all right so my magical moment might be slightly um strange but i'm gonna go with it this is actually a, a personal magical moment oh fun time which started out as not so magical ended up as magical so uh, this was 2009 and uh, brady and i were visiting the parks with our good friends jared and deb mm -hmm. we had a kind of a just a, a nice week-long vacation with with some good friends and uh we were waiting in line as one does for soren it was during illuminations and we had, we just got into the park. We're like, okay, we'd finished eating. Like, this is going to be great. We, we'd kind of dressed up like, let's go to hang out at Epcot. Okay. We popped in line for Soren to try to, you know, wait. It's only like right. a 25 minute line waiting there. And Jared decides to go to the restroom, which was fine. But as he, he can't find us on the way back. So Brady goes, ah, I'll go get him, bring him back up to us. It's fine. On the way back, uh, there was a child who had apparently had too much popcorn, et cetera, et cetera, oh, no. et cetera. Mm -hmm. And he was wearing his lovely Calvin Klein blue polo, mm -hmm. which was promptly vomited on. <laughs> which suddenly had new colors. <laughs> and, and it was, Jared witnessed this and his, you know, his re yeah. reenactment is amazing. Right. So that was not magical. <laughs> Obviously, I get this panic text message. Oh my gosh. Da -da 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 -da. So... Dem and I get out. We're like, all right, we're going to go figure all this out. So, uh, but the magical part was how the cast members handled it. So although that was not a great experience, um, obviously that shirt got thrown away immediately. Brady cannot walk out without a shirt. So <laughs> I go to where they sell the behind the seeds tours. You right. Know where that okay. But it used to be all Soren merch. Yeah. Yeah, because they had a little kiosk there full of stuff. And so, yep. Kiosk full of t-shirts, et cetera. So I'm like, uh, okay, give me that one. What size do you have it in? Okay. And I kind of tell the cast member what's going on. <laughs> well, turns out, so they gave him a free shirt. Um, so, <laughs> hey, we rocked that shirt for years. Um, and That's then awesome. escorted us to like out the back door and around and to the front of the line. Nice. So that we still got to ride because it was like mm -hmm. past closing time right. by the time we had right. gotten in line 20 minutes before the end of the you know park and we're like well i guess we're just not riding tonight and they're like hang on we gotcha <laughs> once brady was all cleaned up they took us out and cast member just put us right in the middle front rows like perfect and this was still when it was soaring over california so mm -hmm. it was like, oh the good oh. soaring it was a good soaring yeah, that's awesome good yeah, good so good. that's my very long magical moment, that's the, that's a lot of fun that is magical anytime the cast member does something free yeah merchandise wise that's really really great and if it's, it's magical if it's from that kiosk there's a good chance you could have planted that shirt and it would have had trees growing up on it because everything has seeds in it there so yeah right yeah. literally <laughs> um before <laughs> we, we go before we go this is a breaking news thing that i just got on my phone here this is from www.info.com which is the dis unplugged according to an article in the oc register this morning disneyland has reached a return to work agreement with 11 of the unions 
who represent the cast members that work there. This will allow the California theme park to bring their cast members back to work as soon as possible with COVID-19 health and safety measures in place, including free testing, free testing from employees. They're not giving a return date. But this is a major step. That's a major this step. This is a major step. Now, Huge. it may not go anywhere. It may not. And when you're well, recording it's this. still based on the state government. Right. I mean, and and, and yeah. you're listening to this on Thursday. If you're listening to this on Thursday, when the episode drops, yeah. we're recording this the day before on the Wednesday. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, we, this is news from yesterday. So you may already be hearing all about it. We'll talk more about it next week on next week's yeah. news show. Um, but this is, a, this is probably the first, I guess this is the biggest step I've seen towards getting them back to yes, work. Yes, this is because, great. Because you know, they're ready to go back to work. We're they're ready, ready. for them back to work. And it's just yes. been this insane, Dave's opinion right here, mm. thing going on. And so- it's just a lot. There's a lot going on out yeah. there. And I know they're ready. So yes. let's- Yeah. So that is that's, that is huge. And uh, we can, we'll, we'll talk about that more next week. And hopefully there'll be a lot more developments mm-hmm. and maybe even a return to work. Uh, call the Bobs and see if they'll give you the return to work date. So okay. we can break it on yeah. our show. Yeah. That'd be yeah. the best is break it on our show. Got it. <laughs> you know, I'll see if they'll come on and break it for us. That would be great. That would be, and I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll hold, right. I'll hold Eisner off for the next week. Just in case. Yeah. Just tell him he's going to have to wait a little bit. Like, exactly. And then might as well get Michael Ovitz and Michael Eisner on at the same time. Um, oh, yeah. Anybody we'll knows anything about Disney business knows that is just a terrible idea. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's our show for Upon a Star Jen. I am Magic Hundred Dollar Dave. And don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.